0: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about this, Cowboys?
0: Yeah! This, this, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco.
1: Hand on Elliott, blowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown.
0: Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Brotis, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones.
2: And it is a, another Victory Monday edition of Talking Cowboys here at the Star in Frisco. There is no Mickey Spagnola to start off the show, so we will lay the foundation for this show without Mickey as he does other things right now. I am Bill Jones along with Brian Broaddus and Rob Phillips as the Cowboys now are on the brink of clinching the NFC East after a scintillating 29-23 overtime win over their chief rivals for the NFC East crown. As it turns out, the Philadelphia Eagles... And all it takes is a win over the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday in Indy, and the Cowboys win the NFC East. They can do it otherwise, too. But we focus on what happened on Sunday, and wow, what happened on
3: Sunday. How about that, Rob Phillips? How about that? How about um, how about Dak Prescott? You know, I, the mental toughness that that young guy has, Three turnovers, and this team's record is not very good when he turns the ball over more than once. Two picks, a lost fumble, which I think was his sixth of the season. And to come back and do what he did, Amari Cooper helps this offense. I think we know that pretty well. I think we figured that out. But I think your starting (laughs) quarterback showed you something again. And uh, really, what they did in the fourth quarter in overtime masked overall another good, strong defensive effort. You know, I think – I think when you look back at it it was a complete victory by this team but it it was the theatrics offensively at the end that kind of stole the story
2: 455 yards passing for prescott that ties troy aikman for third on the cowboys all-time list tony romo had 506 against uh, peyton manning in denver five years ago and a loss yeah dandy don meredith had 460 yards in a loss aikman had 4.55 455 in a loss. It's the first time. It's the most passing yards for a Cowboys quarterback ever in a win, and the most completions ever for a Cowboys quarterback in a
4: game with 42. Pretty amazing the way that uh, this game. It was. It was really a roller coaster ride for everybody along. You know, if you look at a, kind of a tale of two halves for the the defense. Being as dominant as they were in the first half, and then turn around in the second half, you know, a little bit some struggles there, got a stop or two, but overall, you start seeing the Eagles were doing some things better. Uh, but yeah, offensively with Prescott, you know, this was a game. I felt like that the that the Eagles staff gets a lot of credit for how good of a coaching staff they are. I think the Dallas Cowboys coaches out coached the Eagles yesterday. In this football game, and I think that's other than the secondaries, I think it was really two pretty evenly matched teams playing. But the difference makers were in this in this case, where I feel like that with what Chris Richard and Rod Marinelli were able to do on defense, Scott Linehan what he did in offense, and then Jason Garrett having the guts to go for it down there. I've always been very critical of Jason Garrett without knowing the condition of his team, and you know he saw things that were happening in the second half to his defense and he felt like that he had to go win that game and he he put it on his players the players responded and that's what you have to do as a coach you have to put your team he talks about putting his team in the best position to win and he did that and so I have to give him a tip of the cap because you know it'd been very easy for him to kick that field goal and then say okay let's see if we can play defense here you know but in the second half we'd seen some a little bit of some slippage going on there, too. So uh, for him to, uh, to, to put it on Dak Prescott, this offense, uh, to go win that game, I think says a lot about the coach, but it also says about the players he has in that locker room and those guys on the field. It was a lot like the first matchup in Philly in terms yeah.
2: of you know the Cowboys early uh, late in the first half had a six nothing lead on the Eagles it was thirteen right. three at the half and then when you came down the stretch of that game it was back and forth yeah. one team scores the other team scores it was just like this game uh, but the only difference being. That time the Cowboys got a stop uh, on on the Eagles right. uh, late in the game. This time they had to go to overtime and win on offense.
3: The most exciting thing about the first half was a sixty two yard field goal, which by the, the way was the a, half. was a franchise record by Brett Maher, atoning for a miss that he had earlier. So yeah, Brian's right. Tail two halves, and I think you asked us.
4: Yeah, I, I did. This, I appreciate- 24, 24. I no I appreciate you <laughs> mentioning that on the uh, the post game, the OT, On the OT, yeah. because yeah. you were saying I. I don't think you were here, Bill, but I asked no, Mickey and Rob. Oh, no, yeah, I was here. Yeah, we were first here?
2: team to 24,
4: basically. No, no. No, it, no, it was about what, about what team would go for it the most oh, on fourth down. Oh, I got you. I uh, got, you, got know, you. Which coach would decide to go for it the most <laughs> on fourth down? And, you know, luckily your coach was the one that made the right decision there to go for it. I mean, they went for it on fourth down and got a, a conversion with Sproles in the flat. But, uh, you know, your coach went for it at the end when he when he absolutely, you know, I, I thought, like I said, it was a gutsy call to do it that way, but... He, he, he did what he had to do to win the football game.
2: Well, the other thing that you asked last week was, uh, can this team get to 24 points? And yeah. it takes 24 points
5: to win the game. And yep. sure enough, yeah. it the first team to 24 won that game. Hello, Mickey. Like 24-23 that I predicted? I guess I should have gone 23-23, huh? Then, yep, and then exclude overtime. So the head coach on fourth and one realized his team had gained 557 yards at that point. I don't know that it was that gutsy. Uh, I think uh, he looked at what his team was doing uh, on the field. They were gaining yards in gobs. And, and to go for one yard, yeah, go for it. I, Put I, the game away. I was not surprised at all. Me neither.
3: And as he said, we've got the best runner, in our opinion, in the National Football League. So it's
4: gutsy it, from the standpoint, of if he does not get that first down, though, what is he looking at? A tie? Probably. Probably. See, the guy can't. Back to, I,
2: during that timeout, I started doing the math. Okay, what does a
4: tie do yeah, for this no, team? I mean, <laughs> gutsy from the fact that, that that he could have kicked that field goal. Yeah. He very well could have. You know, that that's mm-hmm. that to me is, you know, there was really no givens. I mean, you're talking about gobs of yards and all sudden, but you're also right. talking about tons of mistakes. How about the snap that was low? Sure. You know, trying to get the game, trying to win the game. You know? The guy can't
5: it, win. He can't win. Well, he get, the, doesn't go for it, and he gets beat up. He no. goes for it, and people are beating him up. Like, what are you doing? No, I'm not beating him up at all.
4: I'm giving well, him, a lot of people are giving him credit for you know, giving him credit for what he did. He I did, think but, he
5: saw what his team was doing. He, he it, that Houston game, they were getting the tackled difference. for losses. Yeah, they were getting tackles for zero yards, all up and down the field. Zeke, uh, in this that. one, 557 yards to that point. Well, and yeah,
2: and, but to that, the point of what play you're going to call. Zeke, now in both cases, Zeke got stopped for no gain the play before. right? But the difference this time, aside from the field position, the, the difference this time is that Zeke had 113 yards rushing in this game. In that game, right. he had 20 carries for 54 yards. That's and There point. was no evidence whatsoever that they could get a yard against that Houston defense on that night. Yeah. Now, if they played Houston now, maybe they would be able to. Who knows? But uh, And then from a field position standpoint, uh, he – you know, in the Houston game, he the, the idea was you're punting them down the field. You know, I think also, you know, the rules with the overtime are different this year. With the 10-minute, sure. with the 10, you're he only took getting the ball once. eight minutes and 10 and seconds I think off the take, clock, yeah. I, and I think it's, it's taking coaches, including Garrett, uh, time to realize how how the overtime rules are different because of the limited amount of time, and you're probably only going to get one possession.
5: Yeah, they was, weren't going to get the ball back, right. kick a field goal, right? Right.
2: Well, now, but if you look at that Houston game too, now in hindsight, now that we know how quickly the ten minutes goes in an overtime period, right. they weren't getting the ball back to do anything with it in that Houston game either. See, but that's the other thing. Though. I think he may have done it, made a different decision now that we figured out the
3: yeah. Well, you or he could he could have still gone with the conservative route though, kick the field goal and say, okay, they've got less Play than two minutes, yeah, less than
5: two minutes to go right. down the field and score a touchdown. Now they went for it, fourth and one with four minutes to go. No, he's talking about yesterday. Yesterday, yeah,
3: it, it I, was I'm four saying, minutes to go oh.
5: when they went for it.
3: Uh, okay, that's true. He's, okay, so they would have had under five minutes. Yeah. still, I mean, with those rules, I, you know, I again, you guys are right. He he knew the condition of his football team. I talked about it during the week. This is an Eagles team that has been leaking yardage. They had a good game against Washington. We know what Washington is right now. The, the three games before that, Philly had allowed 400-plus yards. Now they give up a five-spot in this game. What? you know yeah you know the, the other better team won this game I mean yeah doubled them up on first downs the Eagles were one of nine on third down it was another ass kick
4: and Cowboys it didn't show it up on the scoreboard doubled them kicking.
3: up on uh, yeah on time of possession the better team won this game No here's question. here's
2: the other thing on I, the way I've, I've seen Garrett now and this is the third time in five years he's had a playoff bound team a team that is good enough to make the playoffs It seems to me like in those other years, twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen, and now this year, when he gets to December, November, December, in these, when he's got good teams, he's a he goes for it more on fourth down than what he does when he has a bad team. He gets knocked for not being aggressive enough. I think he's a lot more aggressive when he has a good team than when he has a bad team. Especially that's that's just what I've noticed. Five hundred yards,
5: and if you didn't pick it up, they get the ball at the nineteen. That Houston game, they would have given him the ball at the 45. Yeah. You know, I don't know how calculated all of our decisions are. <laughs> <laughs> Kit
4: Garrison with gold. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it was well played. I mean, they did what they had to do to win that football game. And, you know, the fact that they, they, they took eight minutes off the clock in overtime gave them that opportunity to do that. I was thinking how they were going to just keep running the ball and just run the clock completely out and that's just try right. a I field know. goal. That's right. Said, that's, that's what I was thinking of. We said on the
3: sideline. Like, are they going to get a shot at this, Philly?
2: And yeah. they, no. if, if Philly didn't make the play to stop uh, uh, Zeke for the three-yard loss, right. uh,
4: they probably would have wound up doing that. Yeah. You know? No, Philly I mean, that would that have been, that that been a been perfect way night. to play this game. But mm-hmm.
5: then again, you're putting it in a field goal kicker's you hand. you trust him? <laughs> well, from
3: 62, maybe, not 45.
5: 62, you got nothing to lose.
3: Right, that's my point. Right,
2: yeah. Yeah, but if you ran it all the way down, you're able to get the first down, and now you're kicking a 20-yard field
4: goal to win it. Do you trust him then? See, that's when I'm Yeah, that's that, <laughs> you know, that's open for debate. I mean, that seriously is open for debate. Is that something that is gonna is gonna haunt you down the stretch when you play in these games? Yeah, uh, you know the 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 thought. Yeah, I made a 62-yard field goal. Mickey's right. You got nothing to lose there. Go ahead, unless it gets blocked or it's short, right. and they and they have a guy back there and they you know get an Alabama Auburn situation where they're running the ball back on you up the field. But, you know, no, I mean, I to me, I I think it's I think it's open for debate. Was he an 80% kicker right now?
3: I don't have Is it, exact is his sense.
4: numbers right at 80% near 80%? You know, I'm sorry I didn't uh, look Beyond
2: that. 40 yards when he missed um he the, 11, I'm just overall, of, just to yeah. be overall. Yeah. Is, he, well, is
4: he is he even for is he even 80%? I did well
3: that. He did come back and make a 21-yarder. I did look this up. Yeah, He had made nine straight
5: before that kick. He well, missed, I mean, okay. he missed right. a kick
3: against Philly, and then it had right. been perfect since right. then. I don't know his exact yeah, I think just, they uh,
5: said he was – I, I want to say the, the broadcast said he was 11 or 15 from 40 yards. In the 40-yard range. That's what, yeah. Yeah. what I was okay. to
4: say. Well, something, you know, it, it, you hope – I mean, it, the, again, winning the great deodorant, but is that something that we need to look at? You know, much like we're critical of the uh, the sacks and things like that that happen in the game, or Dak in the pocket fumbling the ball or whatever. I mean, is the field goal kicking here something as you get in the playoffs that you want to say, "Oh, well, yeah, I feel just you know, I feel wonderful about that." I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think we're necessarily. I know I don't, you know. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't always want to put it in on his foot. Okay, why doesn't Pro Football Reference it's eighty four percent? It is, and it is eighty
5: four percent and it's 11 yeah. from 15 from 40 plus all right before, before it's 27 it for 32 16. on the season yeah okay, okay. all I
4: mean, right maybe that's better than you know yeah, there it, it, it is it's just, okay. it just thirty two. i don't know i i know what spoiled i know, well spoiled or like yeah i mean i i sit there and you know I, I would hope that my kicker can make one from 45 yards i'm not expecting him to make it from 62 but I'm hopeful he can make it from 45.
2: And what he is from 40 to 49, he's 7 for 10. Beyond 50, he's 5 for 6. Yeah, there you go. Beyond
5: They'd... 60, he's 1 for 1. Yes, <laughs> he is. That's so weird to see Which somebody... is the third longest uh, field goal in NFL history. Matches the third longest. Yeah. I mean, he... 63 and 64 are the longest.
3: We know he's got a strong leg. He kicked a 57-yarder in the preseason finale, which kind of got him the job the spot. Yeah, and but he told us after the game he doesn't even try 62 in pregame. With a full operation, they go about fifty-eight, and that's it. So
4: I'm surprised he didn't try for a hail mary there. Yeah, you know, I thought just, he was I, too. I mean, where the positioning was, but <laughs> hey, you know, good for him. If you know, if you walk over to the kicker or to you know walk over to Keith Oquinn and say, hey, what's his range today? Uh, Sixty-two, coach. We're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's try this one here. You know, that's that's one of those ones. Again, give him some credit. That's a gut call. I mean, he could have he could have thrown a hail mary there and not got any points, or you know. Luckily, you had their their field goal kicker missed a field goal or an extra point, too. Or do a lateral. Yeah. <laughs> mm, wasn't
2: a good day. Speaking of that, it wasn't a good day for the uh, coaching geniuses yesterday. No. As uh, Peter, <laughs> Peterson lost, uh, Sean McVay last night got beat, and then – a Hall of Fame coach decided Rob Gronkowski would be better than Devin McCourty as his safety on yeah. the final play of a game. But, right. but they really
5: finished. think they were going to throw the ball at like 75? It was a, it was
2: the thirty-one yard line. Yeah, like, not,
5: not with that quarterback. So right. back and and you had to drop back, right? <laughs> right. So you're I mean, going to have to throw back. the I mean, you, you ball would, seventy-five you yards. You would put in Gronk
2: the in the game if it the yard if they're throwing from the fifty-yard line. Okay, right. they're throwing to the goal line. Now you get someone to bat it down. Right. Put a but guy with a they even back. had better options than Gronk yeah. on his own team. I mean, yeah. why not Josh Gordon know. Oh, That's thinking too Patterson much. or much. That's thinking too much right there. I mean, for that purpose. But you're right, from the 31, yeah. okay, the, the best chance of them to score was going to be a Tyreek Hill-type play. Yep. Like though the screen the and run. ran into. Throw the screen Yeah. Run.
4: You surprised Peterson didn't go for the win yesterday?
3: A- yes. At the end after they yeah. tied it? Yeah. Um, Especially after
4: the penalty. Yeah. Should have moved the ball to the one. Should have. It he? would have. I mean, yeah. Now he. Now their best their their two point play that they ran against Washington last week or Monday night was the option play that Dallas snuffed. That they, uh, they ran that play for a two point play the other day in a game. So maybe. Maybe I mean I'm sure Doug Peterson's he, got all kinds of the Philly specials and oh yeah. Why things like he, that? I guess you know,
3: especially knowing talked about knowing the condition of your team. Yeah, he hadn't As stopped anybody. Their secondary. I mean. We talked about it Which during it the mean, week.
4: He could have stood up there and said, "Okay, I lost this game because, you, but did you see my secondary play."
3: Yeah.
2: Well, the analytics guys had to be beside themselves when he didn't go. Well,
4: usually he's the champion of I analytics. I, I know that's he, what I mean. You know, right. I get I get more people tweet at me about him, and oh, look how smart Doug Peterson is. Right. And then every you know, and and again we talk about knowing your condition of your team, and Mickey pointed it out. His defense gave up five hundred something yards yesterday. Mm-hmm. he should have tried to end that game right now it's like my guys at LSU against a should have ended that game right there you can't let you can't put those guys back out there again mm-hmm. you know you, you got what you deserve Doug
5: Peterson congratulations didn't want to lose on one play and on that yeah but but to the point of he lost anyway I, I understand and, yeah, and, he and lost. so whatever happens at the end. He went it's against right every or wrong.
4: He gave up. He he did the opposite of what he generally believes, and that cost him. And
3: you know. on the winning play, what'd you think of the decision to go with an all-out blitz and just leave his corners on an island against Amari Cooper? Well, well almost hell worked.
4: of a pickup by hell of a pickup by uh, Cooper Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, Elliott.
5: He, yeah, he smashed that.
4: Because if, if they they I mean they they let the they let the one guy go that Dak Prescott can account for the linebacker Bradham. That that's the one guy he could see. He couldn't see the blitz coming from the inside, and a great job by, by Zeke. You know, beat up in the whole game, playing hard, catching balls, and then blitz pickup. Okay, I get you. Yeah, you know, you yeah. you, you got my vote. You know, well, he sold out. Yeah, he gambled. Yep. Well, he had to. His team again. That defense was a mess. We said that going in that they weren't going to be able. They didn't have anybody that can cover amari cooper didn't matter who they put on him you know that, that just was that's the way it was
3: douglas it, actually played the route pretty well yeah. so he sat on it and he, didn't he, didn't bite on the fade didn't bite on the
4: fake yeah so but i mean that's hey that's you know that's the way it ends up that's good well do we get into the officiating now or do we
2: wait on that <sighs> we want to take a break first. i knew that
3: hat was on for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it went
4: both ways Oh, it did. Oh, it did. It it did. Both ways. How
2: about we come back and talk about what happened with the officials in yesterday's game? When talking Cowboys continues in a moment.
0: Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participant. Participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply.
5: If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual
0: contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply.
5: Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't
0: drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it.
5: Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talkin'
3: Cowboys. Boys, adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously, don't adjust your underwear, because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has a contour pouch and moisture wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys.
2: Very nicely done there, Rob Phillips.
5: Cowboys. How come he does that better than I do? Huh? How come he does that better than I do? He's a professional. Okay.
3: Yes. Sharp young mind. A professional right. broadcaster.
2: The emphasis on young. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and sharp. <laughs> All right. 29-23, an overtime win over the Philadelphia Eagles. A season series sweep of the Eagles. And the Cowboys, again, can uh, clinch the division with a win at Indianapolis. And, Mickey, I think I've got this figured out right. They can also lose at Indianapolis, but they would need an Eagles loss and a Redskins loss to clinch this week. That's right. So there you go. They just need one more victory, basically. Basically, that's it.
3: Oh, so it's not just an Eagles loss. It's a a a Redskins loss because
2: technically the Redskins, even though it's impossible for them in their current state to do this, they could win out. And the Cowboys lose out, and the the Redskins would have a better record. Mark, Mark Rippin ain't
4: walking through that door. <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: so Joe Theismann, Sonny Jurgensen, whoever you want to. Maybe throw they can out get there. Troy to come out of the broadcast booth.
3: I don't think that's going to happen. Yep,
5: that's not happening. Yep, no. I
3: don't okay. think so.
5: All right, uh,
2: Mickey, you have your officiating hat on. It's starting with the first play of that game, the opening kickoff, it was not a particularly good day for the officials, wouldn't you
4: say? Mm. I think the Cowboys booth? got lucky.
5: Yeah, they did. They got yeah, the really there. lucky on that one. Yeah, yes, they did. Well, they stood with the call on the field, right? Yeah, they did. Mike Pereira, did you hear what he said? No. He said to change the call, you have to have a clear recovery. I kind of felt like they had the ball, then they it <laughs> looked like four guys had it, but you couldn't tell. The last which guy to come four. out of the pile
3: I, I, that is an eagle player. Yeah, but I, you could always
2: grab it away from. If you're somebody. watching on DallasCowboys.com, you see the replay there. You see the ball come out. But yeah. do you see a
4: recovery? I think our, our our the mouth of the East came out of the pile with that ball, but they didn't. Yes, give it to Camus Gruger Hill. Mouth yeah. of the East. The mouth of the East came out with the <laughs> ball that, and they just did not give him the call. But anyway, good day. Hey, you know that's that's good. That's kinda, all right. It's a good way to start the game. <laughs> why kinda, would you bring the ball out anyway? He
5: never does. It's always
4: uh, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I I thought I thought initially the ball was to the one. But it was in the end zone. He was three yards deep in that thing. So yeah, but I I just don't I didn't quite get that one. It even oh. it evened out. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Okay. So now let's go to the fourth quarter of this yeah. extravaganza, and it was not the finest hour for the officiating crew in the fourth quarter, to say the least. Right.
4: Which one you want Which to call? Which one pop- you oh, where? Yeah. Where do you I'm, want to I'm go Looking first. through
2: my play by play sheet, the one that sticks out to me is the Dallas Goddard touchdown, the pass in, offensive pass interference. Yeah. And then the makeup calls after that.
4: Mm. Yeah. They had some makeup calls. I tell you, the worst call of the day, though, was the Randy Gregory. Yeah. Like, because, right. And that was because after the Goddard, right? The, the, re- the referee's name is Blakeman, right? Yes. Cleet. Yes. Cleet. Yes. Cle- 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 yes. Probably named Blakeman. after Cleet yeah, Boyer. Yeah. Cleet Boyer, the yep. old St. Louis Cardinals fame, And uh, the. The call that he made on that on the on the uh, roughing the passer, he if he goes back and watches now, I'm not Kent showing you the one where Randy took two steps. I'm talking the second one where he went low, and if you watch the play closely though, Jason Peters has his hands in the middle of of uh, Gregory's back and is pushing him to the ground, pushing him, trying to push him past the quarterback. So you have contact blocker contact with rusher and then pushing him in towards the ground randy gregory's got no no other recourse other than to grab the legs he didn't throw his put his helmet in there didn't put his shoulder in there didn't go for the knee didn't hit he, him with any force yeah, at all yeah, he wrapped him up around the legs but the whole time he was being pushed in the back by Jason Peters. So you have contact from a blocker. It reminded me very much of a call that they don't make when you have like a running the kicker or punter, one of those things where a blocker is engaged. Yeah. And then, you know, they, they, he missed that call and he had, he had clear line of sight to see that right there. That that's a, that's a terrible call. I understand trying to protect quarterbacks in the legs, but if you're engaged with a blocker and, and you're being pushed to the ground and you make an athletic play like that, that that's that's just a terrible, terrible. Yeah, and goal. you're
2: you're basically just wrapping your arms right. around the legs of the quarterback. That's right. You're not hitting them with any force
5: nope. whatsoever. Not at all. And as Mike Pereira pointed out immediately after that, it was a bad call. Yeah, I mean, he basically grabbed his foot. He was already on the ground. It's not like he went low. Yeah. You he, know, he, he was already down. He spun him around pretty good. I mean, you can see it. Make me go back, you can see him. He,
4: he he wraps him up, and he starts to spin him, and that's where he gets in the splits. I think what happened was, though, there was a really good rush coming up the other side of the field, and and I think that's where Bleckman got kind of – he got law. He was trying to move, but then his line of sight was fine after that. But he, the, the fact that they missed Peter's hands on Gregory pushing him – with still engaged as he was going to the quarterback, I, I think that was the that was the biggest crime of this thing.
2: And on the previous play on the offensive pass interference, it looked like on the, one of the uh, assuming that was the only the right hand shove. Yeah, yeah. The the quarter the ball was not in
4: the air. Yeah, it. it the quarterback had not released the football yet. No, he had not. But it doesn't matter if it's yeah. on the offense. Yeah, you can't push off. That's what they're saying. They saying right. he. They're saying he pushed with his right, his right arm to run the route, and it's right, like, a, Jeff it's like Heath, a pick play. Yeah, Jeff Heath did a hell of a job of selling it like he was
5: falling out of there. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, a did. bad call. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. to mention their guy on the defensive end that threw his hands up in the air like Tyron Smith was yeah. was holding him, and he's like, Aah! yeah, okay. Well, they scored on that drive anyway, though. Yeah. So, All right. So how about the
4: Zeke call? Oh. That was the, is that the first time in NFL history that's been called no, an offensive player? Said, Did somebody somebody say said that? nine. It's been
2: uh, 10 times this, 10 or 11 times. But,
4: was was it, but with an offensive player being the initiator. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Uh, we know, were I, talking about that last night on the, per, on the postgame show.
3: I don't know. But I don't that was, know. That
5: that that safety was going low on the player right there. That was a question we so had. So would they, would they have called it on that safety? Because he went low with his
3: head. Oh, no, he
4: went real low.
3: That's what And that's what Zeke said after the game was, if he's going low, then I've got to go low. To protect myself, yeah. But he also qualified it and said the rules are to keep us all safe. So I've got to go back and look at it, and maybe I've got to do better with my technique. But he's being nice. Well, that was a question that came up in training camp when the officials came and talked to us about didn't have a great answer then either, did they? And that was one of the questions though with the new rules was can you can a running back be called for this for trying to lower his head and and make a
5: play? And the dude said you have to judge intent. Yeah. The intent wasn't to hurt somebody. The yeah. intent was to protect myself. Right. He hurt himself. He had to come off the field for a couple of plays,
4: right? Kind of. He said he got intent? a stinger
3: and a stinger and, and briefly lost feeling in his arm. Yeah. By the time he came, he went into the tent. By the time he came back, he said he was pretty much okay.
5: Yeah.
3: And he finished out the game very well. Because
5: I remember asking that guy, and then they wouldn't let us use it. I said, what happens on the goal line when the guy goes up in the air? Yeah. Uh, and and he's coming down and he hits somebody with his helmet and the guy goes well you have to judge intent what, did he come down with the intent to use his helmet to hit somebody mm-hmm. and he goes and that'll be a, a judgment call chances are not because you went up and then you're coming down well th- this was no different they got over officious uh, in the fourth quarter for some reason
2: I, and yeah. and also on that the, on the Zeke play he had Kamu Grugier Hill on his back pushing him yes. Yeah down and there's another hands engaged all that kind it. of
5: stuff yeah. yeah exactly but you're right they got overly officious down the stretch of that game you only know, give you my, my philosophy on how they need to officiate the game they need to put these guys every 20 yards on like one of those volleyball uh, stands so you can <laughs> see what's going on instead of being on the field because you cannot see on the field I'm sorry I was thinking just flip the coin to start the game and stay out of the way. That's
4: what
2: I was. What they need to do
4: is they need to put them in Booger's (laughs) stand.
2: Yeah, let the the
4: thing go down
2: the
5: field, (laughs) in tennis kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. a high chair. Absolutely, a high chair. Yeah, that'd be funny to see. But they could see.
3: Yeah.
2: And also, people
5: be running into the tower (laughs) on the sideline, knocking guys over. Take your chance. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? All right, put, put a lot of pads on the thing. Let's
2: go to Rick in Ohio. You're first up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Rick.
1: I just wanted to say I appreciate everything you guys do for us Cowboys fans out here. And I just wanted to say I hope Michael Gallup stays on the right track. He's been getting open, but I know the ball hasn't been falling to him. I just want him to keep doing what he's doing. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day. Appreciate it.
3: Three games in a row, He's <laughs> he's been right there. Two different occasions, I think. Last night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just got to keep plugging away. He's really coming on as a as a young receiver. They they can get separation and make big plays. They've got they've got a guy on each side on the outside that can do it.
5: The one Cooper in the end zone, I think he lost the ball. Yeah, he did, right? He did because I saw Dak go. Yeah, look, this, like, yeah, look for the yeah. ball.
4: That's the one thing Amari Cooper can find the football. You see Amari Cooper mm-hmm. when that ball is going in the air, he, he's he's got his eyes on it, and yeah. I think. I think what happens to Gallup is that he he fights so hard to get off the line because he really doesn't know how to get off the line the right way yet. You know, Cooper's is so smooth in the way he separates. So that's kind of a battle for for Gallup. And then he, he kind of he gets okay, I'm clear. And oh, where's the ball? Kind of a bit. Yeah. You know, where he stops running or he he doesn't, you know, or he doesn't run fast enough or or Dak just doesn't get him. I mean, they, how many how many plays have they left? When you said it with last three games. Last three games. Now I think was. I mean, they could have. They just could have. You know, people were like, "Oh, they've got to throw the ball deep. They got to throw it. They throw the ball deep, and they, you know, and it it, it doesn't it, work out that way."
3: Now he did. I might have been the Atlanta game, or he, he, you know, press coverage. Oh no, he got, yeah. He got, he got off Double the move, jam, yeah, and a forty-yard pickup. Yeah. They, they've hit it some. It just hasn't been consistent. Yeah, that that's that's disappointment. At least because, he dove for this one. Well,
4: they could have killed the game at the end. You know they could have killed that game in regulation if yep. they, if they just hook up on that one pass at the end. You know, I mean they they knew what they were doing. They they hey they you know Scott Linehan's watching the game from above. He's looking at it going, he's going they can't cover our guys guys. Hey, I mean let's just throw this thing deep see what happens. Right. You know they they had a shot had a shot to 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 make it work, just didn't make it.
2: All right, Dak Prescott's performance—you touched on it off the top—and of course, the records that were set—and. Uh, I think basically what Garrett said after the game and what you said off the top, Rob, is what I take away The just the mental toughness of playing through uh, every the ebbs and flows of a game is one of the most impressive things got, about he it. he
4: got blood all over him. He's got Band-Aids on his hands. You know, this guy gives you everything he has. Everything he's got. He's never going to be a great quarterback, but he is going to be a guy – he's a winner. That is exactly – the best compliment you can pay him is – he will give you everything he has. He's not mechanically going to be great. He's not always going to be accurate. But when the, when the, when they they start to flip the cards over and start pushing chips to the middle of the table, this guy's sitting at the table looking at you right in his eye. I mean, he is not going to back down from a challenge. He's not going to sit there and, and fold up and all that. Yeah, does he need to protect the ball in the pocket? Yeah. But they need to block better for him? Yeah, they need to do that. You know, the throw, the interception that he had, the first interception, he, it was almost a great anticipation throw because they run Cooper across the field and he's anticipating, you know, him being in that spot, he's throwing to a spot. But give Douglas some credit. I mean, he came off. If you maybe if you put, I mean, if you uh, they had they had Schultz to that side running the out. If you put a, a wide receiver to that side running the out, maybe Douglas has to respect that a little more, and then is not allowed to funnel inside mm-hmm. to make that play. But you know, Dak, I, I, I don't think you could say enough good about him. You know, he is he's not going to be perfect, but he the one thing you could say about him is he is a tough sob. And every time it's on the line, he will give you everything he has, good or bad, uh, to, to try and see what he can do. And uh, as far
2: as being a leader of men,
4: you know yeah, that, people feed, uh, his teammates feed off,
5: of, off yeah. all that stuff that he brings to yeah. the table. And yet, having said that, he completed 77% of his passes for 455 yards. 455. How many quarterbacks can throw two interceptions, lose a fumble, and not tuck? tail right yeah and he came back he yeah. came back in three touchdowns he had a quarterback rating of 104 would you take that every game absolutely a quarterback rating of 104 part. with <laughs> I mean, two, two interceptions. interceptions yeah that's unbelievable
4: yeah it's just shame I mean I'm interested to see what Linehan or somebody says about the the interception that he had because he had Gallup in the middle of the field and it looked like to me and I'm not a quarterback you know whisperer or anything like that but you just look it looked like the toe was pointed right it looked like the shoulder was pointed right but the the ball he threw it it was way above his head I mean like way above his yeah like he takes that huge stride and that then his arm angle gets a little funny on him and when the ball sails on him it's usually when he has that long stride but you know if he if he just a little bit tighter down I think would have been would have got the ball there but the ball was way 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 high and that's why I think it, it sailed on him on that particular play
2: and and he's the type quarterback that, the, those fundamentals are imperative for him.
4: He gets away with some crazy fundamentals, but he also—I mean—he threw a pass to Zeke underneath where he's jumping through the middle of the pocket and you know trying to just get him the ball. And I mean, there's—it's—he's not perfect. He's not perfect, and, you know. But was he better than Wentz? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah.
3: yeah. Wentz, two hundred twenty-eight yards. Yeah. He had three touchdowns and no picks. He had a good game too, but they didn't really get going till late. Yeah. And Zach Ertz, five catches for thirty-eight yards. Again, defensively, that was the, big, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, defensively, uh, you know, we're, we're, they didn't run the ball and they didn't get the ball to Zach Ertz. Yeah, I mean, they made some plays late, but take away the turnover that got them inside the five-yard line for a touchdown, and the defense really, you know, gave up sixteen points again. Yeah. But, but yeah, about Dak, that's a tremendous effort. The other thing is to you got to g- give credit again to the front office for going out and, you know, you traded a first round pick, but Amari Cooper is as quarterback friendly as it gets. I mean, his route running, he's he just seems like he's always in position to make a play, and they
4: capitalize again, Brian, like you said, on a depleted secondary for Philly. That's good. How many times but, have we seen them not do things like that—a beat up offensive line or a. Beat up secondary and all that. They did a great job. Everybody Cole Beasley was open a bunch in this game too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch that tape. Matter of fact, on the touchdown he threw, the twenty seven yard touchdown pass he threw to Cooper, he could have thrown the ball to Cole Beasley on the op- on the pivot route and it would have been a touchdown as well. There was nobody between Beasley. Beasley ran some really good routes yesterday. Yeah. And he's just got to keep doing that. He got to keep doing that. You know? All right. Let's go to Eric
2: in Connecticut. You're next up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Eric.
1: Hello. What really surprised me yesterday, and I I want to talk about something different because you guys, you guys already hit Dak, you already hit Amari. I want to talk about the tight end. 11 yeah. for 11 yesterday, at yeah. the tight end. Yeah, so then the post show. Jarwin made yeah. some amazing catches. Yeah. Like, and, and Dak threw the ball where he had to the tight ends, but then they 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 caught the ball and actually did something with it. Yeah. I think that's a game uh, yesterday for our tight ends that we could probably build on going to the uh, postseason Knowing that maybe we can you know get our tight ends into the game more. I'm not sure when Sway moves back, but we can get our tight ends into the game, especially with Jarvin did yesterday. I mean, he looked amazing. Just the, the catches he made, and then he was able to go upfield afterwards. He caught the ball and then went upfield. It, 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 it was really promising because I think that's a different threat that he hasn't really had this year. And then I mean, 11 for 11, they just all three of them had had decent game. With Jarvin, I think stood out. Above, above all three to tight ends. But it, that's what I wanted to hit on and see what you guys' uh, opinions are.
5: Yeah. Coming seven. out party for Blake Jarwin. Seven catches, 56 yards. It's amazing what a little experience will do for a guy. Still drafting a tight end. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, but still. The guy hadn't played. No, it, and everybody expected it, him and Schultz right off the bat yeah, to be Jason Witten.
4: That no, wasn't going to happen. Well, they, they, I tell you what, though, they, those, guys, those guys did a nice job. There's no question about that. The, the plays that they were able, the, the play that the ball that Schultz caught with them when they faked the toss going one. I love that play when he do that when they they fake it and they hit, he throws, shows his hand and then everything comes and it's the two level read and all that. I, I, I love it because I thought he was going to throw the ball underneath to Noah Brown. But he threw it over the top because you know why? Because Dalton Schultz ran a hell of a route to get open. But, yeah, it's good to see those guys uh, have some success. We've been uh, been critical of the position. And, you know, the fact that they showed up in an important game, I think, uh, you know, like the caller says, hopefully that bodes well down yeah. the stretch that they can they can get some of those guys going. Maybe get some of these guys going
5: in the red zone a little bit. Or maybe the linebackers will start covering the tight end yeah, instead of jamming the line of scrimmage. And by the way, this morning, Jason Garrett had a one-word
2: answer to the question about the reports uh, that uh, the Cowboys have reached out to Jason Witten about making a return. The one-word answer was
5: no. Did they follow up? No. No. Why not? (laughs) Because that that no was a stopper. (laughs) Was it? It was no. Where does Schefter get that stuff?
3: Dalton Schultz got asked about it after the game. Did you guys? Oh, yeah. Did you guys see the reports? Did that kind of fire you up? Something in your coffee there this morning? You know, this morning. <laughs> I, what yeah. did Dalton
5: Schultz say?
3: <laughs> oh, I don't pay attention to that stuff.
5: You know what? Though no one, no one asked or or ascertained uh, when it happened. Like when? Because at the thirteenth week, if you come off of reserve retired, got to go through waivers. Got to go through waivers. Yeah. So somebody could have said, "Oh no, I want him." Yeah. Mm. Now he could have said, "No, I don't want to do it. I'm back and that, move. exactly, yeah,
3: right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good old Sunday headline. That's you know? right. That was what it, happens on Sunday mornings. Got to have a story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, you know, enough, Not being critical, I'm just saying it's just this. And steam. that's been it, it, out, you out you here never stops. Do you
4: guys want him back? If you're the Cowboys, oh, put your, okay, I know it, it's not happening. But if you're the uh, Cowboys at that time, you know, would you have wanted him back?
2: Well, my question would be: With standing, how long would it asking, asking yeah, well, how long would it take for him to get into football shape? How
3: what kind of shape is he in yeah, right now? I think at his age, I think hair looks no, good. Hair looks great. <laughs> hair looks really good. Uh, Helmet will miss it. Knowing how <laughs> process oriented he is, though, <laughs> don't you think he would have wanted a full camp to really give himself the best chance? You really see him just saying, "Oh yeah, I can jump right back in." He's one of those guys
4: that think he could turn it on and off. Do you think he would quit? No, it's not, is, I don't think it's going to happen. I, a beating, he is taking a yeah, beating from on who? The fans who watch money on the Tables. Whoa, oh Mickey! Whoa, all right, <laughs> okay. You know what, Mickey, sometimes I agree with you on that. You, you know what? We're supposed to be instructing him. You know what, though?
2: Not pandering to Talking him. about uh, the beating that he takes on Twitter every <laughs> yeah. Monday night. Thank you all for listening. All right. Yeah. I've got we appreciate w- you at guys. At work, I've got a big old computer screen, yeah. and I've got my tweet deck on there.
4: Yeah, and they're just ripping him the whole time. <laughs> and so I
2: did – in fact, I got video of it. I, I shot video of it. Is I had one column I just put in a Twitter search, Witten. Yeah. Written, yeah. And the other column I did a Twitter search Trump. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> Who's winning? And, and I looked to see which column moves faster. Oh, <laughs> and just to amuse certain yourself. Time, certain yeah, just to amuse <laughs> myself. And the Winton column was keeping pace with the Trump column last Monday night. Oh. All right, we continue with more of Talking Cowboys
5: in just a moment. If you're like me and you love I mean if you have a Fight
0: That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply
5: back to talking cowboys okay if you never listen to what i say listen to this go to getjackblack.com/cowboys and for christmas they've got their playmaker special the playmaker gives you 4 of the jack black faves for $10 and if you use the code cowboys Shipping is free. All they do is charge you like fifty cents tax. And I went and I've bought three Christmas presents for ten dollars. So go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys. Why is it not surprising? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you got my Christmas present I did. Already. for yeah. ten bucks. Yeah.
5: How could I go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. All right.
2: <laughs> I need to I need to give I need to give your number to my daughters okay. who are asking about that. Yes. Okay. All right. Of course, one of my daughters, Jordan, listens to the show, so she's, she's well, got Jordan, now. Thank you already. Yes, Merry that's Christmas exactly right.
4: Yeah, Jordan. We're not one of, you're not one of the fans we hate. <laughs>
2: that's right. <laughs> and she she has stuck with us throughout the season. That good and for her. Yeah, yeah. So she enjoys it. She listens to podcasts all the time. This is one of her favorite ones. Does she like Mickey's Minute? I
5: think she does. <laughs> It's time out. for me. I appeal to the young people.
3: Oh, is that right?
5: Yes. <laughs> is that right? Regardless of what you guys think. Let's take a poll this I'm not sure you appeal to Rob. Yeah. Well, he's not young anymore. <laughs> How many young is do? That right? I want under uh, under 30.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, it, I
4: don't know, Mickey, we worked with a lot of young kids we do, here. And we, we, we seem to bounce around, you and I. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm talking about the fans. Yeah, all right. The, the fans you hate? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, screw no, the fans. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the screw, fans yeah. I'm trying to educate.
4: <laughs> that's a drop. Screw oh. <laughs> the fans. Your oh, God.
5: My Help gosh, us. Here we go. Just trying to educate them, that's all.
4: Yeah, let's
1: no, say. Hey.
2: Let's see if Lloyd in Virginia can hey. educate us. Lloyd, you're on Talking Cowboys.
1: Hey guys, thanks a lot for having me. Appreciate all you do. No problem. Just want to say, um, <laughs> just want to say. Of course, Mickey's right. I've been agreeing with Mickey the whole year. It goes oh. way back to, goes back to the beginning mm. when I was saying, "Where's Doug Free?" Because the offensive line stinks. Uh huh. Something, <laughs> something. We thought we'd never say. Yeah. And I thought we were turning Dak uh, into David Carr because he was being sacked so much. But mm-hmm. the team is growing. They're doing great. Broadus, you got great analysis. Thank you. This is this is a wonderful victory. You, you've been right on Michael Gallup. If we could just put a little bit of air under the ball. Right. We'd really have a super explosive uh, offense. And I think Connor did a good job coming in. He's you did. still young. Not as strong as a real uh, man. He's just a young guy. Yep. But they're really growing. If, if uh, Zach is okay, we're going to be fine.
5: Yep. All right. See? All right. Thank you, Lloyd. Smart it's, fan, right there. That right. is
3: Something to watch coming out of this. Zach game. Martin. Yeah.
2: It sounds like it's uh they they were saying the preliminary indication it's similar to the previous injury. But what are y'all hearing?
5: Yeah. And you know those MCLs, you got to let him rest. Yeah. And he hasn't let it rest. There's no time to rest. And I don't Their know admin. if you say, hey, can we get by one more game and let him have two weeks? because when you sprain your MCL it's 2 to 4 doing nothing and and sometimes 4 to 6 can I be real selfish here mm-hmm.
4: he's from Indianapolis right yeah, yeah where from well you're probably right go in there play win this game and then sit him the last two if you can mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying strap just, that brace on just yeah just you know I mean he's going to be tough he's going to want to practice you know he's from Indianapolis you know, you look at their their they've got an All Pro guard there too as a rookie. You know, he a Notre Dame, yeah, Notre Dame guy too. You know, he he's been tough all year. I mean, Zach has been tough. If you could find a way to win this game, yeah, I just and then and then turn around and say, okay, we're going to give you two weeks before you have to play back at home against Minnesota or Seattle or
5: whoever. You know, actually, yeah. be, by the time you play, it would be three weeks.
3: I just wonder, yeah, if at go. some point. Does he need to sit down for a week? And I, I know they had the bye week because he hurt it against Philadelphia. And they had kind of a mini bye for him to rest it. And it's just he's been continuing to fight with this thing. And this time he didn't return to the game. You know, he returned to the game the first
4: time in Philly. After 13 plays, I think.
3: Yeah. Back in there. I mean, we'll see. He's as tough as it comes physically and mentally. I just think uh, he's
5: going to want to line up and play in this game. Sure. Did I mean, they take, again, that's did, his hometown. Did they take Tyron's uh, elbow brace and put it on his knee?
4: <laughs> that was some you talk about fish, yeah, that's some bs calls on those holdings uh-huh yeah that's some that's
5: some crap yeah you know i just i hate that but, just throw your hands up in the air and yeah. get some attention yeah oh i'm being held right. i can't get away no the reason you can't get away is because he locked on your
4: yeah exactly but he's always had trouble with brandon graham Brandon Graham's a good player against him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like him and Olivier it's Vernon, tight pass rusher. Yeah, guess, those kind of smaller it kind gets of up yeah, you know, and your leverage players. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. but he's the caller was right about uh, about uh, Connor Williams being ready. He wasn't pretty. Hey, Garrett's going to say that today. I mean, There's a couple of times he looked like he was in a you know in a revolving door, mm-hmm. kind of getting knocked around a little bit. But you know, for him to come in and play, he hadn't played right guard all year. Yeah, I mean, so how big of a change is that for? Well, ball? it's just a line of sight, mm-hmm. you know. And and he hadn't worked with he hadn't worked with uh, Collins very much, you know. You have to be able to pass some stunts and twists and make calls and communication back and forth. So, you know, good job of him being ready to play. You know, it, it could have been a bad situation, but they didn't really miss a beat. You know, they were able to get the. Get the win with him playing in the game,
2: especially with Zach Martin's issue with his knee. You would assume, though, in practice that Connor yeah. Williams has been getting some work in practice at yeah, least he, on the line. He right has, side, he has. That's been yeah. the swing guy. He
4: has so. been the swing guy. He plays both the left and the right side. But not a right. whole heck of a lot, but you know, primarily been that left side guy. Yeah.
2: And not, uh, not a
5: very easy assignment against that Eagles front either. No. That- Especially, I mean, they can put a brace on your knee, but yeah. it's still sprained. Yeah, you know the brace doesn't fix it. Right. Defensively, what uh, what was the biggest thing that stood out
2: defensively for the Cowboys in that game?
4: How they were able to take Zach Ernst out of this game. Yep. You know, and it and it was Byron Jones. I mean, I counted up of the, right. of the receptions that went or the balls that went towards went towards Zach Ernst. You had uh, you had Jeff Heath on him three times. They played zone against him three times, Mickey, and then Byron Jones and and Anthony Brown each had him one time. So that was it. I it, thought
5: Van Der Esch had him one time.
4: No, that was that was just it was. In, or maybe he in came between. and made the tackle. That was yeah, one of was, the zones. Yeah, that was one of the, the zones. Zone yeah, yeah, the zones. Because he slipped. Right. Yeah. That, that's that's you know that, that, other than that first really that first first down he converted though that was some really really good coverage. that was a zone play too but that was some great coverage great coverage by. Um, I like I say, Byron Jones, i am go back and count all the times that he was on him by himself and not. But that, that, those are the adjustments you have to make. You know, that's smart. That's, hey, that guy is, is comfortable covering that guy. He's played against that guy. That's a, that's a huge advantage right there. When you play against a guy and you've had some success, and yep. it's a little bit easier for those coaches to say, "Okay, listen, this down and distance, you're going to walk over there and take this guy."
3: First two years as a safety, it was Byron. Go get that tight end. Yeah, he faced a lot of good ones, and it used
5: to be Witten in practice. Exactly. And you know what? They didn't get diminishing returns moving him inside. No, I thought Anthony Brown. Played yeah, Anthony Brown really, was. Really and you good. know what? Well. If that defensive front keeps making quarterbacks uncomfortable, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. And I, you know, I know they only sacked him twice. Uh, should have been three times with Gregory, uh, but they were making him uncomfortable in the pocket and all his little hocus pocus stuff handling the football. Yeah, they they shut that down. Tyrone Crawford comes up with a takeaway,
3: uh, strip sack. He he continues. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does for this defense, just being that chess piece, the butcher. Moving moving is that his nickname
5: yeah butcher for, for
3: Marinelli yeah just whatever this defensive line needs because the butcher well, comes
5: to work if every you, day if you,
4: if you go if you go back and you talk about what the defensive line does and then you know if you remember I was just looking through my notes again they throw a ball to uh, Ernst on third and nine I believe it was with Byron Jones and coverage and it goes it's the ball's too high but DeMarcus Lawrence got such a push on Lane Johnson and I and Lane Johnson just can't how, handle power and and Lawrence Caught him with his foot. He was he on him so quick that he caught him with his foot in the air. So he was really a one-legged football player. And Lawrence just shoves him with his right hand. And now he's, you know, now Johnson's out of balance. And then, you know, you got uh, Lawrence on top. And now the ball's going too high. I mean, it, uh, Wentz has to climb the front of the pocket there. The defender's right there in his face. So, yeah, I mean, you, you continue to get pressure. And you continue to get coverage. You're going to find ways to get off the field, and that's what they've been able to do. And especially
5: stopping the run. Yeah, They had 34 yards rushing, mm-hmm. Yeah, and their leading ball carrier uh, was Adams with 36. And he had one run of go 24. The, yeah, go do the math on yeah. that.
3: Yeah. I really thought they were going to shut him out. I really did. They, the, way, the momentum they had until Dak threw the pick. Uh, they got returned, I think, inside the five. I've, I, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't get any momentum offensively, Philly. That I mean, it kind of turned late, but, again, this defense continues to play. Overall, really strong. All right, Mike in New York. You're on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Mike.
1: What's up, guys? This is my first time calling, but I've been listening to you guys for a very long time. I know you guys you know, talk about this all the week. Why do you think we struggle so much in the, like, in the red zone? I mean, I just, like, we move the ball on anybody, but it's like, Brian, you've been talking this for a yeah. while, and it's just like, I, I don't understand, like, why we struggle so <laughs> much. I mean... <laughs> is it, I mean, I mean, is it, I don't know if it's just one thing. I mean, like, I know we used to pound the rock, but it's just like, I don't understand.
5: Well, it's not so much the red zone. It's goal to goal. They were
1: 0-2 the
4: again. Let me ask you this. Is first Again. League, yeah. Is it the first play? Is it the first play that kind of sets up the problems? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, that you're not having a positive first play. Am I talking about a sack, but a, maybe a no gain, maybe or a, a, minus a, a minus four, which or, or or was
5: yesterday pass. on is the it, first is time. Is it is it
4: is it something that gets them so off balance?
5: Then you're always that. trying to catch up. Yeah, and
4: then you're trying to kind of create plays to make it work. Yeah, I, I don't. I have no problem with them getting outside the red zone and just throwing twenty seven yard touchdown passes to <laughs> to Mark Cooper all day if that's what they want. To, but is it the first play? It, are we are we kind of seeing things that. Okay, if they if they if it knocks them for no game and now it's second in goal or it's you know they tried the read option, which they, they tried is, I mean, we everybody's like there. everybody's like going, "Oh, they need to the more read option down there. They hand it to Zeke, read option, you know." Yeah. What do they do? They get minus 4 like Bill says. Actually, right? minus 5.
2: Yeah. On, yeah, on the first one, okay, and then the second time, which was uh, third quarter, it was the incompletion to Beasley. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then on the second play, Jarwin came across Zeke, and then and they maybe even bumped a little bit. That, right, that was kind of screwed up. Right. start blocking wise, and I guess it maybe the speed option was right after that. I don't remember. Yeah. It was Dak plus zero. I don't remember what. See, that's
4: I wonder if it's just that first play, and now Linehan's kind of like, ah, oh, damn it you know, and he's got to, you know, figure something out and it's not. And then, you know, then you don't get guys to execute. You, I mean, that to me is a big thing. I think exec, down there, execution is huge. And they've missed open receivers
3: missed in the, open in receivers. the end zone because you'll see, you you will watch it. I mean, teams are loading up against Zeke in those goal-to-goal situations, and it's almost like, well, we've got to pass. I mean, I, you can say don't be pass-happy, hand it to your best player, but it – Maybe in some situations it's kind of like a brick wall thing where, all right, we've got a matchup on the outside. I need to go back and look at that.
4: I need to go back I and mean, look at all the starting, you know, starting plays of and, and chart that and see what the issues are. Now, was that Do a, you have negative plays and, you know. the, first,
5: the second time it was first and goal at the five and they threw the little out pass to Beasley. And that's what Bill was talking about. It was about. A smoke, yeah, and it was it was a one yard game, yeah, and then yeah. Zeke up the middle for two, yeah. And then he went to. Dak kept the ball. Thing, yeah. yeah. They tried a quarterback draw. That's what it was. Yeah, it was quarterback draw. Yeah, That's yeah. What quarterback it was. draw. Yeah,
3: right. I remember it now. Now in overtime, you get in the red zone. Was that a, Was that a read option with Dak before the a couple plays before the touchdown? In overtime, got a six yard gain from the eighteen. No. Yes. 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 So was, yeah. 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 It was. It's a weapon in the red zone. They've had six, some success with that.
4: um I with, just, with it just Deke. doesn't seem like they they have a good first play. You know whether execution, whether it's mental mistake, sack.
5: What I mean, it just seems like they have they have issues down there that, with those throws. And if you if you look or at place, what happened throws. in overtime, I mean they overcame a holding call. Oh yeah, they went from second and nine to second and nineteen. Yeah, the fifty. Yeah, hit Cooper, yeah. first down. I guess. Yeah,
2: converted third and
4: third and nine, then converted. Yeah, yeah that, and that, that, Nate and I were like, just and, get half. Nate, Nate goes, just get half here. Just get half. You know that again. That's knowing that the Eagles can't play pass defense. That's 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 feeling like you know what? Okay, just get half, and we'll get the other half here on this play. So yeah, great win though. Gosh, yes, it was, it was five in man. a row. They are on build. The- they're on their way to twelve in a row. That's right. I called it.
2: <laughs> When they were three and five, we're gonna we're gonna chart this all the way to Atlanta and the Super Bowl. All right, we continue with more Talking Cowboys tomorrow at ten thirty. Yes, ten thirty tomorrow time. Talking Cowboys on
0: Tuesday. See you then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about you, Cowboys? Yeah!